ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Hey folks, welcome back to another week of Wrecking and Racing. I am your host, the Gas Man, with my co-host, Lugs. Hello. So this week we are going to be recapping Daytona. It's the first race of season three. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, but we have more important things to kind of talk about. So a very perspective-changing week for us. Yeah, for very, sure, man. Very uh, involved, very uh, emotional, very... Up and down. Yeah, yeah up and it down. Was. So let's get some of the stuff out of the way here. Uh, WreckingRacing at gmail.com. If you want to email us, WreckingRacing.com and check out our website. If you want to play a fantasy, it's never too late. Our rules are on our website, WreckingRacing.com. Um, we have some. I mean, we have a lot of players this year. Yeah, dude. We got... Uh, and there's well, a lot of... Including me and you, we got uh, basically 18 people. Yeah. So We like tripled last year. Yeah, and, and we all have one goal, to kick Jessica Mueller's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Our and, previous and season's winner, yes. Yes, and what's funny is that I've actually had people email in saying that's their goal. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, Jessica, you got a lot of enemies. Yeah, just and we got some on. cool prizes in the works for yeah. Uh, yeah, the regular absolutely. season championship winner of yeah. the points and yep. then the, the final 10. So Yeah, the overall one. Yep. All right, so uh, this show, without a doubt, is going to involve beer. Today, beer, yeah. yes. So I did choose Chris Busher as one Chris? of my... Chris? Busher. <laughs> Worcestershire sauce. I thought Chris was going to pull a win over the I, weekend. So so did I. So in honor of Chris, I am drinking a Natty Light Seltzer that he drove uh, his paint scheme of last year. Last year, yeah. Right here. We got the die cast. Oh, yeah, we do. The autographed die cast. We have it on our, our podcast table. I still... I love that, man. Yeah, it's a good-looking scheme. They should have done one for the Natty... Or the, the natural... What are those called? Natural light seltzers? Seltzers, yeah. This is the natural light uh, Natterdays paint scheme, but I don't know if they produced that one. Remember when he did it? Yeah. He, he ran out of Vegas and it was like yeah. white. Yeah. Uh, it was like Aloha Beaches on it. Aloha Beaches. But yeah. uh, I don't know if Lionel produced that one. So I'll have to look that. I'm not going to buy talk, it. Talking about Diecast Lionel, didn't you have like some kind of F up recently with them? I did, yeah. I actually. Uh, had to send an item back. Tell us. We got a minute. Tell us what happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they want to produce junk, you should at least tell our fans. Well, if anybody's collected, you know, their products, it's went downhill since, you know, Lionel obtained uh, action. This is all my personal opinion, of course. You might think different, but um, I just feel like the, the quality has gone downhill. So make a long story short i pre-ordered alex bowman's um win first win diecast from last year it was the elite version they make a standard version and then elite leads just more detailed um and it was an autograph version so i'm like first win that'd be cool it's only like another 10 bucks for the autograph version so i was like screw it that'd be cool to have in the collection and that's kind of been my thing since Gordon retired is like people's first wins sure, get their first sure. win diecast. I've got Blaney's, I've got uh, Chases, I've got yeah Eric Jones, a couple others. Only reason why I'm asking that because we were at that race. I know you're not a big Jones I did fan. Not, but... No, I haven't bought that one. Okay. No, um, but a couple others here and there, Larson, so on and so forth. But um, anyways, it comes in and the it was his Exalta paint scheme that he won in. Well, the freaking A on the hood for the Exalta was all like spider webbed and like peeling off of the hood. I'm like, what the hell? That blows my mind. Could you not catch this in quality before yeah, shipping quality it? quality control and then you all, it was an awesome, I mean, they had to take time to get it autographed. They had to take it out of the box. Why couldn't they have seen that? Yeah. But nope, shipped it to me. I got it, called them. They're really cool about it. Um, but I mean, I'm on the, on their, Lionel has a forum mm-hmm. on their website you have to register and be a member of and uh, a lot of people are always just constantly bitching about what they're getting on there and so that's the first time I actually sent something back to them that I wasn't happy with and of course uh, it was sold out so now I'm not going to get that die cast unless I pay out the ass on eBay for it or something yeah that's that's BS they should find some way to resolve that for you yeah what are they going to do because they only made like 
I think 85 of them. So. Okay, so they released 85 or they made 85. I would think you'd be able to make an extra one. And whatever number yours was, they should be able to change it out with. Yeah. Or, say, I mean, keep it half the price. I don't know, because they're all DIN. They all have DINs. They're all serial numbered. So yeah. even if you make a couple extras, I, I don't know. I don't know how that would there work. There should be some way to resolve that. Send me the prototype. That'd be cool. Yeah. There you go. The mint. The the die cast mint. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my story. Yeah. So if you buy from Lionel, look that shit over because their quality is not the greatest anymore. <laughs> well, the the two cars that are sitting on our table, the Harvick car and the Busher car, I think those are okay. Yeah, these turned out pretty good. It, it just it feels like, like... So back in the day when me and you were collecting, we were young little lads... We had action was the big one. Mm-hmm. That was the the heavy duty car. That wasn't the Walmart Winter Circle. Yeah, right. Uh, I really felt like those were like the best cars ever. Absolutely, they were heavy yeah. duty. You never seen an issue with those. So I mm-hmm. wonder what the big difference is. Is it just they're trying to pump more out, cheaper labor? I don't know because they're actually making less now than they did then. Because yeah. man, you remember the production oh, numbers? Huge. Yeah. On like yeah. A Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt car back then, they were making twenty thousand of them. You know, yeah, no and kidding. now you know, like the you know, be lucky if they produce over a thousand of any one car. So the production numbers have definitely brought came down, but maybe that's where they're cutting it. You know, quality inspection. Sure. Maybe that's where they're cutting the cost. I don't know, man. But uh, I agree, action was was the shit. I um, mean, just off the top of your head, I I obviously had not asked you this beforehand. So, how many action cars do you have? Diecast, sixty fourth and twenty fourth. So, like, do you have little 164s I don't have well? too many of those. Okay. No, I've always okay. just collected the 124s. Um, I probably got a well over 100. Yeah. And in that one, let's just say 100, did you ever have a single one from Action that was, like, you looked at it and goes, man, this is really shitty quality? No. No. Exactly. There, there was a that's, few that's that might, like, the tr- the hood maybe didn't seat, like, completely fu- flush, but, yeah. you know... Like, as far as the finish on it or the paint or the decals, like, no. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That, that's kind of what I was going for, is just to kind of prove a point. You're speaking from experience that Lionel compared to Action is completely right. two different products, two different levels of quality. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. So, okay. Unfortunately, you pay money for that and get that kind of service. Yeah. And being Bowman's first win and autographed, and then you get one of the, it's, it's just, that would really piss yeah, me off. Yeah, I thought it was so. cool because we met him in Bristol. And yeah. I was like, that'd be... Yeah, cool absolutely. Half, so. Super nice guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wish nothing but the best and the success for him. So absolutely. Yep. So. All right. Um, well, yeah. So now yeah. I have to find one on eBay if I really want it. So. Yeah. Then pay triple. Maybe we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get on with the show. Um. So, I mean, obviously, everybody in the world is now now knows the name Ryan. Newman. Yeah, man. What's crazy about it is so like a lot of people at work. No, I'm a NASCAR fan. Yeah. Um, I actually took the day, half day, so I could be home in time yep. for the race yep. to start. I left early on my day, too. And when I came in the next day, well, even that night, I had people texting me that don't watch NASCAR, yep. Yep. couldn't probably mm-hmm. tell me 10, pe- 10 drivers, let alone five drivers' names, and they were like, oh, my God, I just saw the crash. Have you heard anything? And the next day in the office, people were talking about it, and it sucked that... Yeah, that happened for Ryan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Luckily, yeah. he's still alive and everything. Yeah, let me, but let's just say it real quick. He left the hospital today holding his daughter's arms. Exactly. Unbelievable. But I think, man, it brought so many people together. Whether you are a fan of Ryan or not, or you're a fan of NASCAR or not, it brought a lot of a lot of people, people together and and yeah, and thoughts, prayers, I, whatever you believe in. It was pretty amazing to see. Everything on social media, Twitter, so on and so forth. Like, it was just, it was awesome to see it that was, many people. It was so concerned. Very, I mean, almost identical situation. So I work in a facility. There's probably like 700 people at this facility or whatever. And I'm walking down the hallway, and people would randomly, like people I don't really even know that well, stop me and like, hey, what's the update? Yeah. So there's people that know that. I I don't know if they know I do this, but they know I'm a NASCAR fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had people constantly ask me, is there any new updates? You know, ask me about the situation or come yeah. and talking to me about it. Um, today, this afternoon, I was on my way out of work. And I got stopped three times between my desk and the front door. Um, just people say, hey, uh, need more updates? You know, they just 
checking in on it or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh yeah, actually he's got released from the hospital and you know, people are amazed and but just just like you said, the, the way that everybody came together. There's only two moments in my life that I could think of that reminded me of that. Yeah. The first one was 2001, mm-hmm. which this whole instance was eagerly similar. Exactly. Me and you sat there and I I never heard me and you so damn quiet in our life. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we literally just sat there, like, staring at the TV. I mean, at first, we're like, get the hell out of the car, Ryan. Get out, because there's gas pouring down mm-hmm. by the, the flames, mm-hmm. right? So we're freaking out about that. And then it just, when it went away from him to Hamlin, we're just sitting there saying, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. We're we're dead silent. I, I think, I, I put on Facebook that I was getting nauseous. I think I th- my anxiety went through the roof. Yeah. Because I, I felt for him extremely, I mean, I, I don't know what to even think. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to lie. I probably was very close to crying. Yeah. Man, the crazy thing to me is like, and I get it, like no one knew the severity of the situation, but they just cut away so quick. Like yeah. no, yeah. no follow-up coverage whatsoever. You know, yeah. I get it. If you don't want to talk to drivers, you don't want to get statements. I'm totally cool with that. Don't, if you don't want to talk to the winner or whatever, but, and you know, just like cutting it away like that, that almost to me was worse. Just like not knowing, you know it, what I mean? At yeah, least, it absolutely was. At least could have had somebody on there the you know the announcer somebody just just make them talk yeah but Something. it's like they they cut away and then like we were flipping through channels we were refreshing twitter every two seconds like yeah. there was nothing nothing yeah. the, the the other instance it reminded me of was 911 and one reason I say that is that the way everybody came together i i'm guaranteeing that anybody that trashed Ryan Newman on Sunday or Saturday was praising him on Monday. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it, we all did come together. And those are the two moments in my life that really it made me really think about bringing everybody together. Yeah, um, absolutely, man. Like it's crazy how that works. And again, we've seen it how many times in the NASCAR community. But like once again, like when there's a tragedy like that, whether it's the Hendrick plane that went down or you know JD Gibbs, like just the way that this whole sport comes together. Is yeah. amazing to me. Yeah. So let's take a moment and talk about the coverage of it. So we have Denny celebrating, and in his defense, he had his helmet off, radios unplugged. He had he no, he had no idea. He didn't know that was that severe. So he's celebrating, but you would think NASCAR would find some way to step in, and. Well, they, I think they did, and that's why they didn't do the 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 interview celebration the track, on the yeah. front stretch. Yeah. So, you know, I I get it, right? You're you have endorphins rushing, adrenaline, all that. Sure. You're excited, you're pumped up, you just won. But I think you would think that would maybe raise a red flag. No pun intended there. That you know, maybe I shouldn't celebrate. You know, there's not a crew out here. There's not. You know, yeah, just this pit crew basically that ran out. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I don't know. So, and then again, we get to the NASCAR coverage. So we don't know what's going on, and everybody is at the edge of their seat trying to figure out what the hell's happening. Is Ryan alive? Is Ryan passed? What, what, what's going on? Put those damn screens up. So they put those screens up, which freaks everybody out. Yeah, you automatically right? assume the worst exactly. if you weren't already. Exactly. And then it didn't help out whenever NASCAR came back to Mike Joy and Jeff Gordon. It was very solemn. Extremely yeah. somber, very... I mean, just just reading into it, you're like, holy hell, we lost Ryan Newman. Mm-hmm. And, and all speculation, we all speculated, but it was almost fed to us that way. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we waited for, what, two hours, three hours before we got an update? We finally get that update, and what do they tell us? He's at the hospital. Yeah, not much Really nothing else. He's alive, and he's at the hospital. You know, fairly, though, saying, releasing that he's in serious and not, you know, far worse condition. It was at least something. Serious condition. Yeah. So now, I'm going to ask you, look, so we haven't really talked about this. So when you heard that announcement from Steve O'Donnell, what was your thoughts immediately? Just that, that, you know, I, I'm not a medical person, but, uh, you know, obviously um, serious has got to be better than life-threatening or whatever the next stage is. I mean... Well, first thing came to my mind is, okay, he's serious but not life-threatening. He's either paralyzed in a coma. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, those those are the two things that come to mind. Paralyzed or cobalt. That's just me speculating because my wife is a my wife is a nurse practitioner. Um, and she was listening to it whenever it came on with me, and she goes, "Usually, you don't use the word serious and non life threatening together. Usually, those are separate from each other. Mm-hmm. It's very unusual to have serious condition with life threatening or non life threatening together. It's very rare. Mm-hmm. So she's like very. She was like taken aback by that a little bit." Um, usually serious is usually an indicator that it is, uh, he's on the edge of life. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that caught her off guard a little bit. She kind of talked to me about that. So um, uh, re- regardless, I think NASCAR kind of left a door there that, that was really making us like, okay, let's open that door, but they're not. Mm-hmm. The next day, we get an update. Fantastic update. He's awake and talking. Mm-hmm. Nothing about moving, walking. Right. So in my mind, again, as the fan, it's like the string being dangled in front of me. I'm a cat swiping at it, just trying to get a little more information. <laughs> yeah. you know? It's like, what the hell does that mean? He's talking to friends. He's awake and talking to friends and, and doctors or family, whatever. It's like... Still be a vegetable. Get, like, get, well, get, I mean, yeah. I mean, so he's he can move his... He's Christopher Reeves, right? Yeah. And that's then that's what's in my mind. And then, lo and behold, today, he's fucking walking out of the hospital holding mm-hmm. his daughters. The best news ever. Mm-hmm. The most amazing news ever. Mm-hmm. Most amazing. I, I am so grateful. I'm not the praying type usually, but it did call me in this situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, it seems like there's a huge disconnect with what NASCAR was dangling to the fans and him walking out. Yeah, and I mean, maybe they, maybe NASCAR didn't know, you know, maybe they were just given that information yeah, as possibly. well. I don't maybe know. that they were getting their updates from from Ross Fenway, and that's it. Yeah, because they did say um, that NASCAR did not have anyone there. They were getting that information directly from from Roush and and direct, you know, family members of, of Ryan. So maybe that's what they were given. You know, I don't know, but yeah, it just it just blew my mind that they let us hang in that much. I think they could have came out on us sooner and said that Ryan's going to recover or Ryan's in a situation that they it's not – I don't know. They could have gotten a little bit more explanation of what they did, and I think they would really left us as fans hanging like, what the hell? Because I think – I'm not speaking for myself. I think I'm speaking for everybody. When we assume the worst in every circumstance that happened in this process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's some some – footage and audio and stuff that's starting to come out that's basically talking about Newman's verbiage towards crashes um, yeah, yeah. in the last it's eerie in a way eight right? years yeah yeah how he petitioned and said you know NASCAR's too long on response times and you know not safe enough and you know this package is too dangerous like multiple multiple statements that he had said and those are starting to come to surface and one of those was the fact that he actually in 2013 petitioned for a specific safety bar yes to be installed Newman's in bar the they car. call it right yeah and that very bar may have been what I, saved his so, life yeah so i looking at the look at the pictures because it was implemented yeah look at the pictures of Newman's bar and the way his car was hit, I 100% believe he is alive because of that. Yeah. How fucking coincidental is that? That's just crazy. It blows your mind. And he proved himself on the world stage that NASCAR needs to listen to their their people. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I don't want to take anything for granted also. I I want to throw, you know, a mention to Ryan Blaney and... And Corey LaJoy, because I don't know, if, did you see the photo where Corey is like nailed, kneeled down yeah, after did, getting out of his car? Did you read his explanation yeah. on that? Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't blame those guys, right? No, it no, absolutely it could have been, not. No. It, it and I think most of the fan base, honestly, was kind of the most civil I think I've ever seen. We Ab- know how, absolutely. We know how quick our fans yep. are to stab each other in the back and, and yep. poke each other. Uh, but I didn't really see too much of that. I, I didn't, didn't see. I didn't, I didn't see anybody really attacking Blaney or Corey, and I'm very glad that that didn't happen. But you know, again, like that could have been any one of the drivers, right? I think that situation would have been the same outcome yeah. if it had been Tyler Reddick, Ross Chastain, and William Byron, right? Like it could have been anybody in the yeah. field. It's just a testament to 
the safety of yeah. the sport. Yeah, yeah. Seeing him, again, seeing him walk out of the hospital today, you have to look at that and and almost be astonished. I don't like to use the word miracle because it's not a miracle. I mean, I think science and the engineering aspect went into saving his life, but it was like something was there. Like this was just it's such an impactful moment. Yeah, and, and I think that image of him walking out will stick with me for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I really do. In I uh, I just can't wonder, help but wonder, man. Like with the uh, the situation with him and Chrissy that was announced prior to Daytona that they were splitting up. Yeah. If yeah. this doesn't put things in perspective, yeah. I hope it does. I think so. I I personally think so. I mean, something like that's gotta really make you stop and think about yeah what's important in life. And for the ones that don't know what we're talking about, literally a week before this event happened, it came out that Ryan and Chrissy were gonna amicably separate. Mm-hmm essentially get a divorce, um, but still be active with the kids in the rescue ranch. Um, so I, I guess I think you would have to be, have to put things in perspective for the two of them. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the situation why they were going to split. Obviously I really think that they probably will come back together with this. Hope so. We'll see. So talking about Corey LaJoy, the picture you mentioned, it showed him outside the car on his knees, just basically collapsed on his knees. So some people were going, oh, my God, he knew about Ryan and blah, blah, blah. That's not the case. He came out and said that the the wreck was so impactful to him, it knocked the air out of him. Yeah. And he didn't know who he hit, how bad he hit. He just knows he hit him and it knocked the piss out of him. Yeah. So he gets out, falls to the ground because he's trying to catch his breath. He did say why he was down there. He, he did say a prayer. Uh-huh. Um, so for the ones that are out there, you know, making up stories, uh, you know, that's one thing I did see a little bit is people going with speculation, a lot of stuff. Let's, let's wait for the professionals to actually say what was going on. Um, and then you mentioned something about response time. Newman complained about response time. Yes. As you and I, and, were, uh, yeah, go ahead. Cause I know where you're going with this. As you and I sat there. Exactly. Yeah. We were like, what the hell? Where are these guys at? Yeah. They didn't, they didn't. I mean, they would just took their sweet time getting grabbing the fire extinguisher out of the back of the truck. They weren't really running. The guy took forever to find the hose and then pulling the freaking pin. Like, dude, show us a little bit of freaking urgency yeah. here. It was scary. Um, I think to me, it was just as scary watching that fuel pour on that fire. Well, yeah, as it was the wreck and itself. Dude, the camera was straight up in there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it wasn't a wide angle. They had zoomed all the way in, like yeah. if something had happened there. Yeah. Um, but Jenna Fryer um, really put NASCAR on blast today about the response time. So good, I didn't I see it. I hope that good. that's going to be the next wave to come out of this situation. What do you know exactly what she said by chance? Just basically that you was know, it on Twitter? Or? Yeah, it was on Twitter. Just basically that you know, hey, I hope NASCAR freaking looks at this because that was pitiful. That was pitiful. The the response time to get there. She mentioned that. I can't remember who it was, an IndyCar that had a really bad wreck. Um, but he was saved because of their quick response time. She said it had it been that situation and that response time towards that IndyCar driver's accident, he would have bled out and died right there. So they need to take a card from IndyCar's response time yeah. and pick it up. Yeah. Uh, so one thing is, yeah, I'm looking through her her tweets. And sure enough, man, she is putting them on blast. Multiple tweets about it. You know, basically saying, I am hopeful NASCAR addresses a safety team response. It could be that it was completely in line with the situation at hand, um, but it also could be a chance that it's not, and she definitely wants him to look into it. So, Does it reference that IndyCar driver? Yes, I can't yeah. remember who it uh, was. Hinch. James Hinch. James Hinchcliffe. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, hopefully, again, I mean, we, we see this all the time, right? Safer barriers, um, the Hans restraint system, like something good will come out of this. And I hope that's at least one thing right there is the response time. Yeah. Bottom line is Ryan is alive. He looks like he's going to probably make a full recovery. Honestly, he walked out of the hospital. I didn't see a scratch or a bruise on him. I'm right. sure there's there's things going on that right. we don't know about. And I'm sure that's going to come out as we yeah. get yeah. closer to return to the racetrack, which yeah. you know, I, there's also a little news there. Ross Chastain was announced. He's going to be, be stepping in. Yep. Uh, don't know how long or what nope. the situation is there, but nonetheless, uh, just good fill-in driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so again, amazing. Ryan survived. He was he was able to come out of that. 
if it, if this was two thousand and one, that would never have happened. Yeah, it would have been instant. Maybe even, I would say yeah, even more like two thousand and ten, close. Yeah, you know, yeah, around that range. Yeah. So, people, if you have loved ones near you, give them a little extra hug. You never know what's going to happen. You know, when you do give them a hug, hug them a little tighter than normal. Tell the people you love them. You know, lugs. I love you, man. If I was to die tomorrow, I want you to know I love you, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, same to you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So make sure people are aware of that. It's. I think a lot of us, we're all guilty of taking it for granted. We do take uh, Absolutely. I take things for granted. I think everybody does. Yeah. Um, and, this yeah, is just one of those stark s- reminders yeah. that kind of gut punches you. So exactly. Just, um, let's let's, let's shift move, gears yeah, let's and talk about the, the actual, actual race. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I, I've had enough emotions for the night. I didn't want to... Get a little riled up. Yeah. So <laughs> let's talk about the obvious thing that happened at Daytona. Um, outside of that, racing. Huh? <laughs> I thought overall it was a pretty decent race for um, the unfortunate part, it being rained out and moved to a Monday. Like, I didn't like that, obviously. But uh, sure. I am pretty happy with the racing product for the most part. What did you think? Yeah, I thought, I, obviously, the first and second stage sucked. We had, but some, that, we but, had some varying strategies. And yeah. And I like Kind of like that. Um, Once it actually got to racing for the win, I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was good. Um, yeah. I mean, how could you really ask for more outside of the, it not being rain delayed? Um, the president was there, made an awesome entry, did the invocation, met a lot of drivers. thought that was pretty cool regardless of who you Yeah, that is, that is who pretty you like, badass. Who you yeah. like or who you don't like. I mean, it was cool to have the president there. And, you know, a lot of people were bitching that he spent money on that. You know, okay, he's not the first president to do it. Right. Let's just get that out of the way. It's and not- he was already in his place in Mar-a-Lago, right? So- and, and why can't a president not enjoy a sport he actually likes? This isn't his first time. He didn't come just because it's the election, even though it's probably a big player in it. He's actually was his family friends with the France family. Right. And he's been to multiple races. He's been in Daytona four times. Mm-hmm, right. He's been to other races as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but over in that, I mean, we saw some pretty big crashes aside from Newman's. We saw the big one, a couple other smaller ones that took out some so, cars. The, the big one. So we've had the, like the last five Daytonas, it feels like. We have Keselowski involved somewhere or another. At least it feels that way. I'm not, Logano, I'm not, yeah, Logano. And, and yeah, Keselowski yeah, usually yeah, the victim. Was it Keselowski? I'm not lifting anymore yes, or whatever. Yes. And so all was, this. He said he's basically going to drive through whoever yeah. it was. He's not. So in this case, he was a victim of someone not lifting and driving through someone. Yeah, yeah. So his teammate, which he had just complained about a week in prior, the clash, yeah, yeah. Uh, was pushing Eric Almarola. And has such a push on him that basically Almarola had nowhere to go but into Keselowski, and Keselowski had nowhere to go but the wall. Man, I can't tell you how many times I saw Almarola, I'm not sorry, not Almarola, but Logano being super aggressive. And I understand there's a time and place for it, but many times when I saw it, I was like, that's not the time yeah. or the place. So who's more aggressive, him or Stenhouse? Honestly, Logano, I feel like. I don't like. think so. I think Stenhouse. They're close. They're close. I feel like Stenhouse was more out of control. And I thankfully, I think what saved the field was Stenhouse having problems. <laughs> yeah, I know we ch- we cheered whenever he crashed <laughs> we did, out. We may have gave a high five. He, to he unfortunately other. he claimed one victim, victim Byron. Um, yeah, but I don't know, man. I I, I think you're. Uh, that's there's a strong argument there that Logano was I, I'm sure, pretty I'm sure out of shape is. a lot. He was. It just feel like I'm I'm watching the race. I feel like Stenhouse would go from. Top to bottom, to bottom to top, top to bottom, bottom to top, constantly, and just taking aggressive maneuvers. I think Logano's were a little bit more subtle than that. That's just me personally, my opinion. My yeah, views. and maybe Logano wasn't doing so much that, but when he was pushing people, it looked like he was skatey or the person sure. he was pushing was sure. skatey. So, I don't know. Nonetheless, I mean, it takes talent. Well, I'm not going to dispute that, but um, mm-hmm. Logano, I, I just... I'll shut my mouth <laughs> before I say something bad. Yeah, I don't think it was. Uh, anyway, going on, I don't. Let's let's um, let's talk about another incident. So the incident with Chastain and Priest. Yes. yes. Pristine. Pristine. <laughs> I put Priest. Yeah, and Chastain. Chastain together. I get you, yeah. Pristine. Yeah. That's a new. That's a good nickname. Yeah. Uh, 
Priest threw a block on Chastain. Chastain had to go low a little bit to avoid it. Unfortunately, didn't work out. And they slammed into Logano and quite a few other drivers. Yeah. So um, it wouldn't have worked out either way. Because I think if, if Chastain, our pristine, kept his position, I think Priest would have spun himself out on Chastain's nose. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he literally came down on Chastain's. So the situation, Chastain tried to maneuver and did not hit him, but then he got on the apron. Let me tell you, if you ever played one of the NASCAR video games, you know exactly the way it is. Because you hit that damn apron and it shoots you for the wall every time. <laughs> Which, by the way, you're not going to be playing anymore of because you sold your damn I, steering wheel. I did sell my. Why'd steering you do wheel? that for? Because I haven't been playing. I need to save some money. You I'm already poor. spent I'm it. Poor. You already spent it. What did I spend it on? No, I'm saying you bought the wheel and everything. So it's oh like, yeah, but now I can sell that and get that money for beer or something. <laughs> something I'm actually going to use. <sighs> right? You just you just <laughs> gave up too early. You should have put more effort into it. You didn't do it consistently enough. I if you had done I it, didn't. if you had did it consistently enough, I think you would have saw more progress. My whole life's been that way. <laughs> I'll start something and I lose interest really fast and move on to something else. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Hence marriages. And <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Jobs. <laughs> yeah, I mean a little bit. I do get bored. My jobs have sucked in the past, like a lot of them have. Um, so I do kind of get bored. But the jobs that aren't too bad, I've stayed with for a decent amount of time. Yeah. I mean, I was yeah. with GM for four years. Mm -hmm. I'm with my current company for three. Yeah. It's not, not bad. Yeah, tenure. everything else in between well, They was, say every, what, four to five years minimum. Or yeah, nowadays is yeah, kind of the trend. Everything in between was kind of just shit jobs I didn't really enjoy, so. Yeah. Okay. Side tangent. Uh, got off there. But yeah. what did you think about Stenhouse and Byron? Who was at fault there? Stenhouse? Okay. Because, I mean... Byron didn't really point the finger. He said, you know, I moved out because I thought he was coming to make a move. And then that's when we hooked bumpers. And, you know, that's when I spun. I feel I think like Byron could have. I feel like Byron could have been a little more, bit better. Yeah. Maybe. But I also think Byron could have been a little more critical of Stenhouse. I think he's part of what, what Byron needs to do this year, being his third year, is take some more accountability and put that on other people, right? Like, don't be such a pushover. No, oh, sure, sure. It'll be a little more outspoken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he was very restrained in that interview. Sure. Um, the other really kind of white elephant in the room, if you will, <laughs> is um, it's an inside joke from a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, was the finish, the finish of the 500, outside of the Newman situation, right? Uh, there's some controversy over, did the yellow flag come out? Um, should Blaney have been the winner? Was it really Hamlin? I've heard a lot of, so I didn't know about this at first until you sent it to me. Then I started seeing a lot of stuff about it. And it, what it comes down to is the Fox guys are saying, hey, our our image didn't show that. Mm -hmm. And they're defending themselves. You know, you know, Hamlin's the winner, our image didn't show it. NASCAR is not defending themselves, and they come find out it's a NASCAR that shot is from a NASCAR stream. Uh -huh. So I sitting back looking at this. You're telling me Fox is more correct than NASCAR itself, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to think because I Fox did not have the caution being thrown at that time, but the NASCAR stream did. Yeah, what the? I, I don't mean, know, man. Like. I, I feel like all the eyeballs went to Newman, so they were just kind of like, eh, we'll just yeah, eh, we'll go with who Chris crossed the line first. That'll be the that'll be the saving grace. But I mean, obviously, we don't want to see it end under yellow. But dude, I mean, there was a crash on was it the backstretch? The backstretch with Chase Elliott, and they didn't cause they didn't call the caution yellow. So and they, they, did they even show the no, replay? No, I that? have not seen anything about what happened. Yeah, so. Damn, I don't know. I know there's a lot of shit going I know, on. Yeah, I don't but... know what how Elliot got turned or why he hit the wall. Or I do not know. And there's gonna be a big. I think in the end there's gonna be a big controversy. Should a yellow been thrown? Yeah. What's your thoughts? I mean, I, hell, maybe the cars were able to take off again. I don't know because they I'll they be zoomed honest. away. I don't know. I'll be honest. In that moment, I was saying, don't throw the yellow because right. nothing against Hamlin. I didn't want to see him win a third 500, and sure. he was out in front at that point. I knew sure. if they threw the yellow, he was going to get the win. Yep. So I wanted to see Fair? it Fair. play out. Okay, But now, knowing what actually happened, 
and it would have but totally avoided. We wish we could oh, see of that, course, right? Of yeah, course. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's a great argument, right? Like this is a, what could happen if you don't throw the yellow, even though it was on the backstretch. Yeah. So, yeah. so okay. Man, I mean, we almost lost the man's life. Yeah, yes. So, God, this is going to sound so insensitive, and I'm by far one of the few that not insensitive, but the drivers know what could potentially come out of this. Wrecks. Yes. Potential life-threatening situations, right? And we also know that NASCAR is going to do everything they can to let it race a green in today's environment for the fans. Okay. They want that, yes. Yeah, so I'm thinking, what I'm getting to is that we're going to have a lot of people complain about this, and what I don't want to see is a rule dictated based on this one situation. Mm-hmm. Because is there usually a wreck at the end of the 500? Yeah, it's pretty frequent. This bad? Not quite this bad. Should we outline every race going forward based off this one incident? No. And I think they want to provide the fans who were, especially on a rain-delayed race that was a day late, want to provide the best they can and not call it on a caution at the end. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and obviously, I think a lot of our minds would be clear on it if we've seen exactly what happened. If Chase and whoever whoever was involved was able to keep going, obviously, they're off the, they're off the track, out of the way. Mm-hmm. If they're stuck there and the cars are dead... <clears throat> you kind of have to worry about the cars coming back around. You know, they should have plenty of time to slow down by then. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, that's when, like, when Hamlin came back around, that's when they, you know, like, slow down, slow down. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's one of those situations. You're going to be damned if you do, damned if you don't, yeah, right? Yeah. And I haven't really seen a whole lot of call for reform on that rule this week honestly i don't know if there's going to be back backlash as we get closer to race weekend sure uh, but i honestly haven't seen a whole lot of backlash on that have you yet i guess i haven't i just assumed it was coming uh, yeah yeah uh, at some point probably yeah. yeah okay well um well we we watched it you know side by side so who was your thought who did you think won it in the moment before they declared it in before the whole newman thing busher busher i only say that because i picked him no, I really thought Blaney won it. Yeah, I did too, man. And I think, I think Hamlin just got that last side draft sure. right through the freaking trioval, and that gave him just enough. So I was pulling for Blaney though. Yeah. So you take the Ryan incident out of it. I like the finish, mm-hmm. but I I don't mean I didn't like necessarily the outcome, but I like how crazy it was. I guess you could say you didn't know who went. I, mean, I always like that little excitement a little bit. I just wish it was Blaney instead of Hamlin. Not that I'm a, I mean, I'm not a Hamlin hater, but this is his third. I would love to see Blaney get one. I would think, I think that would have been awesome. I would love to see Busher get one. That would have been Let's really awesome. Rewind before that last green white checker. Okay. They restarted, and Newman and Hamlin got out to a pretty decent lead. Right. Do you think anybody else would have caught them? We saw Hamlin slingshot around. Um, Newman and ultimately and, retake and take the lead. The lead right, right. Um, and th- when he did that, that's when the other pack kind of caught up to them a yeah, little they, bit. They, I think they would have caught him regardless. Yeah, two cars that far out. I they just they as we've seen with this package, two cars cannot outdo six, eight cars. Well, they were until until they're also Hamlin double wide, right? I think yeah. a couple in the front probably would have broke away. A pack of three would probably chase down a pack of two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't but know. There's, it, just, just there's just multiple and, scenarios yeah, there. I would have yeah. loved to see it played out, but we'll yeah. never know. I would love Ryan to win the race. Man, I would thought that would have been great, too. I'd rather see Ryan than Hamlin. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I think that's kind of all I've got for the 500. Anything else you want to hit there no, before we move to just, Xfinity? No, bottom line is, thank God that Ryan's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Xfinity race on Saturday um, was pretty good, in my opinion. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, of course, you know, we did have the big one there. Actually, a couple of little smaller ones and then a big one. Uh, but we saw Noah Graxon get his first win. His first win at Daytona. It, I mean, everything kind of lined up for him well. Mm-hmm. What I mean, he was able to get that win. His burnout was great. His he rubber showed, left he showed fire. Muscle. He showed muscle in he that did. race. He, he led did. a lot of laps. There was strategy involved, fuel yep. fuel mileage. Um, it was just not 
given to him. You know what I mean? Sure, it was sure. it was a you know yeah. earned win. Yep. So who's the big three in Xfinity this year? I mean, I'll tell you after Vegas. How about that? <laughs> no, won't you tell me now? <laughs> I would think it's gotta be Briscoe. Okay. Al Geyer. Yeah. And Gregson. That's, that's, maybe, that's maybe, exactly the Maybe Cindric, but Cindric's not been quite there for I was me. thinking those the three you just mentioned is the ones that came to mind for me. Yeah. Um if there is a big three. It might be a big two, it might be a big ten. We don't know. Yeah. I don't think it'll be ten, but no, my point right, is we don't right. have a clue. Yeah. I mean maybe Harrison Burton. I feel like he's still got a lot of maturity mm, yeah, um, and experience to learn. Right. Maybe Riley Herbst eventually. Same, but, but yeah. I think that we're we're gonna be needed. They are gonna need another year yeah. of seat time. Yeah. Um, Timmy Hill, man, yeah. finished third, third. Yeah. in that race. Uh, congrats to those guys. We actually met Timmy and his brother. Um, yeah. When we were down yep. in Bristol, Timmy and Tyler. Yeah. Yep. And uh, just man, awesome people. Yeah. Just very so friendly, so nice. Yeah, dude, so, yeah. and so happy. The whole to team, see. the whole MBM Motorsports team. Exactly. Have they ever not treated us well? No. Yeah, exactly. So, just overdue for them to have something like that. So happy to see them. Yeah. Get that, and um, he was also running well in the 500. Unfortunately, he was a victim of someone else's situation yeah. there, but uh, you know, had a had a good run going there. Was up in the top ten a couple yeah. times. So, um. Chastain, how about Chastain and Almendinger having issues Dude, in qualifying so prior the be- to the, the race? Be- yeah, so in qualifying, crazy. You would think the two, th- potentially the best two cars in the field was Almendinger because Colleague has shown so much in the last year or two. Right. And they don't even make the damn race. Right. And, and then it, they come and find out their brakes were dragging. Brakes or a hub burned up. I never heard officially. I heard both. Okay. Never heard which one it was. What? I just... If, so if let's say the brakes were dragging, let's say maybe a adjustment screw was too tight or something, how do you not check that on the biggest stage of the year? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This, Luckily, so, we know a crew chief. No, we'll have to ask yeah, they, him that. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. It's next time that Ryan Bell with NBA Motorsports joins us, because I'm sure he'll join us anytime we ask him to. He's a really awesome guy. I'm sure we can get his insight get on to that. See what checklist. Yeah, you know, what I, that, situation that just blew is like. my mind. I mean, yeah. the biggest stage, and you're gonna have this kind of fuck up, <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, ultimately bad situation there. Yeah. Chastain and and their, that team basically had to buy out Jeff Green's. Yeah, and I have a whole other question about that. Oh God, how do they have a wrap already ready to go for that car? I would think that with you, the number on it. I would think that you, in case you wreck your primary and secondary right like in case so they you had have a to preliminary it. deal with jeff green that hey if we don't make the show or something happens we're using your car no no they wrapped the car there i i know they did oh you mean oh you mean like have an extra wrap with yeah. you but no that's the problem lugs what number did that wrap have on it was what? it 10 it wasn't 11 it was 38 the wrap was with jeff green's number well i think that they probably I mean, I'd have to see the process, but I don't think that... Hell, I don't know. Maybe they've got a printer there. I don't know. I wouldn't think so. I mean, could we heard how expensive... We talked to Vinny before. We heard how expensive those things were. Yeah. I just... It, that blew my mind on how the Jeff Green car got wrapped so quick with, Chast, with, with Chastain sponsor Green's number. Yeah, and it blended together like it was actually created that way. I mean, I would think that they had to have some sort of producer, you know, there producing that. Uh, I I don't know. That's what some, I'm saying. Some, I don't some type of wrap manufacturer there that could whip it up. I mean, that I don't seems, know. That but. seems really quick. I I don't know either. I don't know if maybe they had a contingency in place just in case, and that was it. And maybe that was maybe that is it, man. Maybe it was like, hey, if something happens and we don't make this field, we know we're not going to make it. We will. We've got this preliminary situation with Green. Maybe that's it. Maybe they yeah. did have that in place. Uh, I would have never thought <laughs> that far ahead. Uh, of course, yeah, I'm not, exactly. I'm not in that situation, so why would I? But um, you know, maybe they knew, like, hey, if we don't make this for some reason, we're gonna have to buy our way in. This is the car we're gonna do because it did happen really fast. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, they wasted no time announcing what car it was gonna be in the situation. So, 
which is true. And they qualified and they were racing how many hours later? So uh, like two hours. Yeah. So it wasn't like they had a couple days to come up with a plan. It just I'm trying to find an image of it right now and I'm having trouble, mm-hmm. but it blew my mind because I'm looking at that and go, okay. That wraps and that like I was thinking that okay, I seen a picture of them wrapping the car, but I was like, Oh, they'll leave the door part undone because the number's still there. And it didn't. It was the it was this freaking same the correct yeah. number with the correct scheme. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. it just blew my mind. I was like, Wow, what 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 is this magic? For sure. Um and heartbreak, man, for you know, obviously AJ as we mentioned, but also Tommy Joe Martins, he didn't make yeah. the show either. His first his first race back with his team, with the Martins team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, shifting on to trucks while you're looking that up, uh, we saw Grant Infinger win the truck race. Pretty exciting. Uh, another exciting there. race, man. Um, yeah, th- I think this whole weekend was great racing. It, it really was. Um, un- f- well, fortunately or unfortunately, whoever you're a fan of or not a fan of, um, Jordan Anderson barely got beat there. Uh, I think barely. He, he, you know, he's kind of the uh, underdog there in that situation. A lot of people were rooting for Jordan. And I think he had the win in the bag, almost like Blaney. And unfortunately, Infinger just got that little bit of a surge coming to the line. And um, that was just enough, all that he needed to secure the win. So, And and so Jordan got up next to him. And I think you can kind of see him swerve towards Jordan a little bit to bang on him a little bit to, yeah. to reduce his momentum. Yeah. If he did not do that, Jordan's momentum would, would have gotten the win. Yeah, yeah. Um. And then we saw Natalie Decker come away with the top five. Top five. Holy crap. Top five, man. That blew my mind. She wasn't on a record. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's terrible. I shouldn't say that. But yeah. um, it was good to see that team finally get a decent finish. Yeah. We know yes. they had a hell of a year last year. Um, And talking about Decker finishing fifth, the day before was the Arca race and the second coming of <laughs> <laughs> So you don't, you want to tell everybody? No. Okay. Well, how about the best finish? It's not on the, the notes. It's okay. <laughs> best finish of a female racer in Arca history. She tied it for yeah. for a Daytona. Yeah. She tied it. Yeah. So, Haley Deegan finished second. Yes, she tied it. I'm telling you man, she's going to be I think I, I'm not saying she's going to go out and win championships, but I think she's going to be the most competitive female we've ever had I in the sport. I agree with that. I'm not going to disagree with that statement. But look but, at who but. she's up against. <laughs> well, a lot of people would beg that Danica was something. All right. Not saying um, me before or I, you, but people would. Before I say something, I shouldn't. Um, some news. Uh, Garrett Smithley was yep. announced to be driving for Rick Ware Racing. In the Cup Series, I didn't really see too many details on it. Did you? As far I as didn't. like what races or how many? No, I, I did not. But I nonetheless, good. Glad to see Garrett in it. Um, we also saw some a uh, little tidbit from our buddy Greg Alding that he's got some news coming up. Yep, I'm, and I looked again before the show started, and nothing's posted yet. So Gray, let us know what's going on. Yeah, man. I'm excited that he's doing. And it's something. funny because you and I had this conversation before season, like. We like Smithley. We like Gray. What the hell is going on? Why aren't they getting rides? So it looks like things are coming together for him. Yeah. Only thing, our buddy Landon Castle. Landon, yeah. Um, yeah. I honestly wondered, man, if he might be tapped yep. for the six. I think we even discussed that, didn't we? Yeah, because uh, we both thought that would have been good. And then we both also thought maybe David Reagan would get it and come find out. He's basically like, nah, I'm not doing it. He's yeah, going he's to, going a, to a, flea flea market. Yeah, a flea market. Yeah, yeah interesting. Uh, I think I'd rather be at the racetrack, but... Yeah. Also, he's the one that chose to retire. So, yep. So, a couple of episodes ago, I talked about a old NASCAR K N series driver that slapped a salon <laughs> worker because she was speaking. The salon worker was speaking Vietnamese. Do you remember that story? I do. I don't remember why. So she why was, was getting really her nails up, but... done or whatever, and her name's Candace Musney. She's getting her nails done, and the worker started speaking Vietnamese, so she basically slapped this worker and said, speak English. So she got arrested for assault. Well, sad news in the NASCAR community, you know, I don't know who she is. Uh, she died yesterday. The racer did? Yeah, the racer did. Uh, Candace did. So she was released from jail just a couple days ago, and then they uh, found her passed away yesterday at her home. 
So don't know reports yet of like what happened. My speculation is to just me assuming she probably committed suicide. So where I was going with this is that you never know the battles. She acted irrationally at this salon. It caught a lot of people off guard. Maybe she, I guess maybe she was having going through some mental issues that may cause this reaction. And in the end, maybe she ended her own life because of it. If you have problems, seek help. Go talk to people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then last uh, piece of news I see you have here, uh, and I'm not familiar with this, so you're going to have to tell the story, but Jesse Uji and Nick Brownberg got into it? <laughs> so, <laughs> I just I was scrolling through Twitter during lunch today, and so it was like ABC News or something had Jesse on their episode, on their show, on one of the news programs. And he's wearing his fire suit and had a helmet displayed next to him as he's talking to the news people. Uh-huh. So Nick, not listening to the episode or the news program or anything, was basically like, t- took a screenshot of that and posted it and basically said, why is a guy that's made like only like 10 starts in the truck series, whatever, one is why is he giving any like talks about the races past weekend that he wasn't in? And why is he in his fire suit looking like, you know, like he's parading himself around or whatever? So, and then a person responded to Bromberg because Bromberg is kind of negative a lot. He likes to push buttons. He loves to push buttons. So then a fan called him out and said, hey, man, why aren't you tagging Jesse in this? Are you too much of a coward? He's like, don't I worry. I see that I'll, so much. People shit talk, but they don't tag people. Yeah, I'm like, like, you're going to shit talk, tag him. So that person's like, oh, I'll, I'll take care of this for you. So he tagged Jesse in it. Jesse responds and basically like, hey, man, thanks for taking my back on this. It's not my fault that Nick doesn't pay attention or whatever. And then Nick comes back and says something else. And then Jesse comes back and says, I don't have time to deal with this. I'm getting ready to do a deployment to the Middle East for a couple weeks. And then uh, it it just kept going back and forth. It's like, man, Nick, just shut up sometimes. (laughs) I like some of the stuff he posts, but, man, just sometimes. I like Nick. We've had him on the show. Yeah. But yeah. again, he likes push buttons. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and uh, Jesse's a. I, we haven't really like personally talked to Jesse much, but he seemed like an extremely nice guy. Yeah, we got we got a hero card signed. Uh, we yeah. bumped into him um, on what was it downtown Bristol, uh, Charlotte or Charlotte? Yeah, downtown Charlotte. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like Jesse. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's the thing. Like, if you're gonna shit talk somebody, ta- shit yeah. talk him. Put him, yeah. tag him. Like, don't be a pussy. <laughs> Because, um, you know, someone's going to call your ass out. So you better be prepared for it or don't say anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. All right, man. We're going to talk about picks next week. We're going to Vegas. Yeah, we got some. Uh, we, start we got talking a about lot of points fantasy. to summarize here, too. Got a rundown. Let's, let's give our picks for next week, then we'll summarize. Then we'll go over our fantasy league. All right. Who so you? if you're listening to the show and you don't want to be a part of fantasy, you don't you don't like fantasy, or you just hate us, this is a good time to turn the show off. But we thank you for listening Sometimes, to this Sometimes, though, we say funny stuff at the end of the show. I say funny stuff. You're pretty boring. Shut up. <laughs> You're an ass. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Um. Yeah, so hit me with your picks, man. I haven't got them. I was going to let you pick first. Um, I think I picked first last week. We're oh, at Vegas. This is what we're doing, huh? We're at, <laughs> we're at Vegas. Uh, what are you I, doing to my dog, man? I am petting your dog. <laughs> anyway, you know what? I'll go ahead and make my picks. I'm go gonna be it. I'm gonna be out left field this year on picks. Busher and uh, nope. Uh, I am going the Bush Brothers. Ooh, Kurt okay. and Kyle. All right. They're they're cousins there to the Bang brother? Brothers. No, there's they're cousin I mean, to the Bang Brothers. Thanks thanks for clarifying which two of the Bush Brothers you're picking. Um, I'm gonna go with Kyle Bush as well. My one carryover. <laughs> Okay, and Kevin Harvick. So are you? So what, what we're saying? I got is some that, points to make up here, so man. What we're saying is that we're <laughs> exercising the Mueller rule. Yep. Yeah. Well, we will name it that. So Jessica, if you're listening, yes, it's aimed at you. You can only carry one driver into the next week. I've got some points to make up. So yeah. um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't know how the cars are gonna perform. I don't know who's get, made all the gains in the off season. Yeah, it's so I'm hard. Gonna, it's the second I'm gonna, race of I'm season. I'm gonna pick it's two heavy up. hitting organizations. Although I almost did go with a Chevy man because supposedly the new Camaro. I've seen more than one kind of post floating out there that the Camaros are gonna be pretty aggressive or pretty good at the mile and a half tracks. Have you seen that anywhere? I have not. 
So we'll find, <laughs> we're going to find out. We're going to find out. Could be just uh, people hanging on the bandwagon. I don't know. But all right, let's uh, recap some points. Points rundown after Daytona. I'm going to run through these. Are, are you going to post these somewhere? Yes. Okay. Uh, these are in no particular order. And just going to run through them. And then I'll tell who who's you know who's got first, second, and third. So uh, like I said, got quite a few new participants this year. And if you haven't played, jump on. Jump I mean, in. Yeah, there's one race us, is not going to kill some you. Of, some people have like 10 points. Yeah, okay? yeah, exactly. I'm not naming names, John Elliott, but some people <laughs> only have 10 points. Um, all right, Seth Reeder uh, had Harvick and Logano, 52 points after Daytona. Uh, and a reminder, you get five extra points for picking the winner of the race as well. So, so that means that if you if chose Hamlin, you get 50 points for the race plus five. So you have 55 yeah. points if you chose so Hamlin. So if you're checking our math here, don't forget about that rule. Uh, Eric Stewart had Kurt Busch and Ryan Blaney, 47 points. John Elliott had Tyler... <laughs> Didn't we already go over this? Tyler Reddick and William Byron, 10 points. Uh, rough day for those guys. Eddie Greer had William Byron and Matt DiBurrito, 22 points. Our buddy Mike Stewart had Almarola and Clint Boyer, 54 points. Travis Totten had Kyle Busch and Kozlowski, 13 points. Joseph Adams had Bowman and Byron, 23 points. Tyler Ellington had Chase Elliott and Jimmy Johnson, 47 points. Gordon Carr had Kevin Harvick and Matt DiBurrito, 53 points. Donna Mitchell had Brad Keselowski, Denny Hamlin, 56 points. Uh, Tracy Lair had Chase Elliott and uh, Austin Dillon, Dillon, 59 points. Uh, Jessica Mueller had Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin, 87 points. (laughs) (laughs) She sucks. Um, her father, I believe it was Wade. That's the only name I've got there. Wade had Logano and Kozlowski, 21 points. Daniel Cameron, Kyle Busch and Logano, 32 points. Joe Schlasky had the Bush brothers, 16 points. Jeff Stainhook, Almarola and Logano, 43 points. Our buddy Saka had Truex and Jimmy Johnson, 25 points. Gasman, you had Johnson and Busher, 50 points there. Thank God for Busher. And I had Kyle Busch in De Benedetto, 33 points. So our leading person right now is Jessica Mueller. Ah, I just threw up all over myself. Is our defending <laughs> championship <laughs> winner from last year. Yeah, congratulations to her. Um, and then we've got Tracy Lair in second and Donna Mitchell in third. So the holy, ladies. Holy shit. Three women. We, we had the Deckers and the Deegans. The girls. The girls are <laughs> Sure. That was a terrible joke. <laughs> yeah, sure. I know, whatever. Uh, yeah, but guys, come on. We got we to gotta step it up for Vegas. The women yeah. are kicking our asses. Um, did I make my pick? I did, didn't I? I know you made yours. Yeah, you said uh, Harvick and Bush. Harvick and Bush, yeah. Pulling the Mueller out. So, folks, send us those beautiful picks for Las Vegas before the green flag drops. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you Thanks know. to everybody playing. 18 people that's going to be talking shit. This is going to be wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, ni- well, 19 if you count us, yeah. 18, and then we count us as 19? Wouldn't that be 20? I'm sorry. Tw- Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 18 if, you, uh, if, if you're not counting us. How about okay. that? Okay. So, okay, so, so Jessica... So we did triple. So there's going to be 19 people bashing Jessica, is what you're saying. Unless, That's where the Unless she chooses to bash herself, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Which I doubt that would happen, but sure, yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Oh, she sent us a message. Uh, she got engaged recently. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think so, her free... Well, now I can say fiance was going to be playing, but I don't think... He is. Oh, okay. Tyler. Oh, that's Tyler. Okay, Tyler, gotcha. Yeah, he's gotcha. playing. Yep. Okay, okay. So we can hate on Tyler, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he messaged us. He said his goal is to kick her ass. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Well, so he's, he's a buddy. He's on our side. Then. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay absolutely. cool. Good. Well, we got some work to do, so... Uh, some of you have more work to do than others, but um, yeah, get those picks over to us, and uh, we'll see what happens after Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Second, we're getting going to the second race of the season. Play fantasy. You're not losing anything by starting a second race. Yeah, guys. Tell I your mean, friends. We let's, had, get, let's get a lot. We had a guy go. last season that missed about six races, first six yeah. races, and he came back, um, and was a, it was a dead heat for basically. 
what was it like seventh but, or eighth position? Yeah, but he he still made a run. Yeah, I mean, he was so many he came back, up, but he came he, back. He just yeah. ran out of time. But I mean, it also helps him when John Elliott makes picks and gets ten points a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that could be you next week. Yep. John, John, we really thank you for listening. You're one of our most devoted fans. We're giving you shit. We love you. We love you all. Thank you very much. And we will talk to you next week. And the check and flag waves on this episode. Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We'd like to hear from you. So reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com. Thanks again and see you soon.